Welcome to the Epic Levels Mad Dungeon Podcast, where we create a one-page adventure improv style. I'm Steve Albertson, the Dragon Warrior. Artista Protista, Andrew Baluri, the Tiger Wizard. And I'm Rob Baluri, a.k.a. DJ Robbie Darko, and I love games, dudes. Let's Let's roll! roll! All right, here we are, back from the great north middle of wisconsin from game hole con madison <laughs> yep. with my uh very very good friend tiger wizard uh how did you like game hole con andrew i had a fantastic time at game hole con it's my first time attending uh steve is your first time as well and it was. um it, it felt like a really big success to me um i uh I was really excited to get to see a bunch of the alums that have, you know, pe- people that have been on the show uh, with us in the past, but also to get to meet some new people and start some new relationships, which was really fun. And, you know, of course, we played some games. Yeah, it was really cool. We got to see like Alyssa Faden from Alyssa Faden Cartography, who was wearing our shirt, which was awesome. Tim Cask was there, also wore our shirt. I like yeah. getting pictures of people in our stuff. They Alyssa uh, said to me, complimentary. Alyssa said to me that uh, our shirt is one of her favorites because of how soft it is, just like our hearts. Aw, yeah. I she was also very part. adamant that we go to the uh, auction there to see how like crazy it gets, but uh, we were unable to do that. Although one night we did talk to one, uh, a collector. Well-to-do collector that has like one of the most insane collections I've ever heard of. Uh, so I, um, I kind of feel like we missed out on not going to the auction just to see how wild it gets. Yeah, and actually, Alex, uh, Alex Kammer, who runs Game Holcon, he also has like a pretty uh, intense collection of like vintage um, Dungeons and Dragons and gaming uh, modules and stuff. You can see them on that video of him being interviewed in the like the original game hole. Yeah, so it, running into Alex uh, was very cool, too. We uh, had him on the show also recently. Uh, Ed Greenwood was there, which was great to see him. We weren't sure if he was going to make it or not, uh, but we got some pretty good quality time in with Ed, like talking about Fate of the Norns and uh, Andrew over there as well. Um, yeah, how did you how do you like uh, seeing uh, Ed in person? Andrew, it was great. It was great to see Ed. He is just as kind uh, and his beard is just as long as I uh, assumed from, you know, chatting virtually. Um, So, yeah, I was very excited he got to come out. Um, We also ran into um, Luke Gygax, uh, Jenny Loveday. Um, Who else did we run into? Levi Combs. We got to spend some real fun time hanging out with Levi Combs. Yeah, look, we went out with Levi night one, went out drinking on the town after everything shut down, um, which was fun because we ended up uh, running into Alex Kammer again on the yeah. street with uh, Rick uh, Mintz and Jeff Richard of uh, Chaosium and also Mike Merles, uh, who no longer with Dungeons and Dragons spends most of his time playing Magic the Gathering cards. And I had a really good talk with uh, Mike later on in the con about uh, how you uh, play test through COVID times. And they use PowerPoint. Do you know that, Andrew? They use PowerPoint to make the fake cards as objects and then manipulate them. 
That's neat. I I heard you guys over. Oh, I overheard. I snooped in. Let's be honest. I was snooping in on your conversation because um, I w- we were talking heavy metal with some people at Chaosium, and then you were over there talking with um, Mike, and I heard Warhammer 40k cards, and my ears, you know, popped up, uh, you know, um, with anticipation uh or excitement rather tell us about that yeah so we uh i don't know he's a big warhammer fan just to begin with so he's very pumped to be able to talk about how chaos should be functioning and <laughs> the different uh forms of nurgle or whatnot which was fun then at that the like cool. end of our adventure we did end up going out to noble knight games and looking at these cards in person uh but they did not have the necrons for andrew how did that make you feel andrew uh, it made me feel sad, but I was also glad because uh, Noble Knight Games is uh, just as impressive as uh, I thought it would be. We had um, some of our Wizard of the Coasters, or actually, they actually carry them there um, at the store. So it was cool to walk into a store that's like halfway across the country. Well, I guess across the country from me and see something that I made on the shelf. That was that was pretty neat. That was very cool for me, too. I've never seen them like in the store. I don't think maybe I have, but not that I can remember. My other favorite thing in Noble Knight is they have that uh, Errol Otis deities and demigods actual oh, painting yeah. above one of their doors. And I thought that was one of the cooler things. Yeah, it's a lot bigger than I imagined it would be. But I don't know what I was imagining. Yeah, we went to a gaming convention. Um, this is a gaming podcast. Let's talk about the games. Um the first one that we uh, we jumped into was uh, Dwarven Forge's own uh, Stefan Pokorny, and he ran a massive game of twenty five players. It's AD and D. Um, how quickly did you die, Steve? First five minutes. So the way that they set this game up is they separated everyone by class. So they took all the fighters, clerics, thieves, and magic users and put them on their own teams into their own boats to uh, come up to an island. I lucked out and got a very early initiative, immediately went and uh, looked at a very trapped pearl, and it Venus flytrapped me to death almost immediately. Burst out. How did yes. you do, Andrew? Um, I actually uh, I stepped out because I wanted to come meet up with you again for another game. Um, so I actually didn't finish. It went on for about seven hours. I didn't die. Um, I, uh, I I danced around. Uh, I created quite a reputation um, as Twinkle Toes, uh, Square Jaw Twinkle Toes, the wizard. I was also on the magic user team. Um, and I think probably the coolest thing about that game is that even though your character, Darubi Shaka, died, like, I I feel like it was sooner than five minutes. It was literally like, okay, let's start the game. It was very fast. Everybody, everybody roll initiative. Okay, Darubi Shaka, you're up first. I get out. I inspect the thing. It snaps down. I'm dead. It was like, so, it was so fast. Um, but it was very memorable. But people would call both of our characters. Yeah, people would call out both of our characters throughout the rest of the con. It was the first game we played. And so people would be like, Twinkle Toes, the Ruby Shaka. I just have people yelling that behind me. So it's fun to have like that many people in the room. 
25 people and they all remembered how, you know, the the memorable death of Derubi Shaka. So that was that was really cool. But like I did say, I, I ducked out. Yeah. And it was fun hanging out with Stefan as well. Absolutely. Yeah. He is quite a party animal. Uh, but like I said, I ducked out early so I could meet up with Steve again. And we uh, we went and played, a, a, I guess it was a 5e, um, but it was Cthulhu. And it was very cool. It was very coolly. Uh, it was very interesting that it was uh, all Charlie Brown themed. So we played as Charlie Brown characters. It was, We were using fifth edition rules, but it was... Cthulhu. I literally played Charlie Brown. <laughs> so yep. it was fun. So we had a bunch of Charlie Brown tropes in there. We started off in a playground. We did some dancing. We moved on to a school, fought some school ghouls, went from there to uh, the kite tree. The kite tree f- was filled with pterodactyls. Moved from there to the pumpkin patch. We fought oh. a great pumpkin. I don't know if it was the great pumpkin. I think but that then was we end up going the to great pumpkin. He had a lot less hit points than I would have assumed for a uh, god. You know, it was a one shot. You know, who knows? Maybe, maybe they let us. Maybe he let us offer like easy. Like maybe that was the test for the great pumpkin. You know, it's a con game. It's a one shot. Why not? And then we found a cave with a bunch of the students that were uh, trying to bring Cthulhu out from his slumber, and a giant black dragon that we uh, had to take care of. Uh, And through a lot of deft movements, we were able to uh, make that happen and make the black dragon our friend. Is that how it ended? I don't think we ended up killing it. I think probably my favorite part of the whole thing is um, the, the little kid that was playing Snoopy got on top of his doghouse, flew across the cavern to scoop up Lucy with her football and when Lucy puts her football down on the ground, everybody has to try and kick it and make a dexterity saving throw to avoid slipping and bonking their head. Did you succeed at that, Steve, or did you Charlie Brown it? I Charlie Brown it hard. Yeah. Uh, let's go on to our next game. Yeah. What did we play next? So one of the cool things with uh, Levi, too, is when we walked directly into the... Um, this is getting into our next game, by the way, um, is we saw Levi immediately. So the uh, RPG Gamers Union was right there. Skeeter Green, uh, Jim Wampler, all sorts of folks were right the there. The Independent uh, Publishing Union. The Independent Publishing Union. A uh, bunch of RPG folks. So, But uh, going down that first line at the very end of it was uh, World of Game Design, and uh, I bought a ton of stuff from them right off the bat. Some Merkberg stuff, some uh, one small little gaming things. I can't wait to play uh, like self-contained stuff. But uh, we were able to get into one of their uh, Mayan Epics games. Um, Andrew, why don't you set that up for us? Sure. Yeah, it was um, the Wrath Against the Aether Drill. So this is from their you know, their Mayan epics line. I hadn't played any of them before. I, I'd met a couple of these guys at Gary Con, um, and then, you know, re-met them at Game Hole. So we were pretty excited to check it out. It would, turned out to be pretty cool. We like, um, 
we're dead, right? So already dead and then sort of like brought back to life to do the bidding of some like Mayan gods. And the gods said, hey, we're mad about this uh, drill, drilling for Aether in the mountains, so go take care of it. And you know what? We took care of it. We did. I actually played a revenant who was more a zombie than anything. I had a two intelligence. And one of our other buddies who actually played in the Peanuts game was there with us. And he was also a revenant who was more zombie-ish with me. And I thought that was a lot of fun playing uh, kind of against my type where like constantly my brain's like trying to scheme and stuff. But then role playing, I'm like, I should just be playing it more. I don't know. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just like, dumb. Uh... Brutal. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I didn't even really piece this together, but like that whole adventure was all about like um, this group uh, of, you know, uh, infidels and trespassers and interlopers that were using this giant drill to like harvest these gemstones is like aether gems in the heart of this mountain. And the game that we played later on that night um Levi ran us through a game, uh, one of the ones that he wrote, um, was also kind of about like gemstones, technically Iune stones. You want to tell everybody about the glimmering crypt of the Iune King, Steve? Yeah, so went out to a uh, meat-filled dinner with Levi earlier in the night and uh, got all meated up and went to go uh, get his own adventure. Uh the glimmering crypt of the Ayun King uh, run by Levi, which was very fun. So he gives some high powered uh, first edition characters. We were using Thacko. It was probably AD&D. Uh, I think it was were first just, edition. Uh, Hand type sheet. Was it? Hmm. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. So I played a surly uh, dwarf with a brass eye. Oh, yeah. He was awesome. Um, and, uh, I actually died. I actually died in that game. Um, I it was a brutal a death. Up. Yeah, it was, um, I was playing a kind of, uh, half fighter, half thief, um, kind of, a redneck guy named Nagabob. Yeah. Nagabob. So we found the Iun King, uh, spoiler alert. It's a crypt. <laughs> it's a crypt. There's an Iun King in it. And then uh, once you get there, things happen. And one of those things was a giant wrestling move from some mega wizard who <laughs> stomped <laughs> from like a thousand feet up Andrew's character into oblivion. I think that the description for my death was uh, my guts exploded like a sledgehammer hitting a can of tomato sauce. Yeah, I imagine it like a boot landing, like smashing a ketchup packet. Yeah, <laughs> that was Andrew's yeah. character. Uh, so we end up getting out of there uh, at the end. Uh, one of the guys cast an earthquake spell to collapse the entire uh, uh, the entire place. And then we had a Contra like ending where we had to run out of a collapsing um, crystal mine. That's but so much fun. Tons of fun. So. Got to play lots of games with lots of our friends. Uh, we brought with us a whole of horror uh, postcards, so we were passing out tons of those. Uh, my own disappointment is that I didn't get to run it there. I wanted to uh, several times, but we were 
too busy having fun partying with our friends. Yeah, that's okay. We'll but, we'll get to run it. Maybe you can run it for us uh, virtually sometime soon. Also, if you want to get your hands on uh, a copy of the Hole of Horror, I know we handed a bunch of them out at Game Hole, but you can also get them over at Exalted Funeral. Um, if you go to their site and purchase anything or just um, search for the Hole of Horror there, you can... Uh, you can get it for free, add it on to any order, or you can get one um, shipped to you. So you just have to pay for the shipping. So you want to talk about uh, some of the other Exalted Funeral things? I think this is a perfect time for us to move into our Exalted Funeral sponsored zine corner from, you guessed it, our good friends over at Exalted Funeral. Hell yeah. So um, last week on the show, we had our good friend Giogu Noguera on talking about a bunch of books that he's written. These are all now available. Um, We're talking about Screams Amongst the Stars, which is cosmic horror, like so outer space, space horror, right? And then The Dead Are Coming, which is uh, zombie apocalypse survivor horror. And then Running Out of Time, which is Justin Timberlake, Amanda Seyfried, uh, time bartering the movie in time horror. Kind of like a commercial commercialism battle type thing. I guess you could do it a couple other ways. But anyway... All three of those zines are now available um, at Exalted Funeral, and they are a part of the Exalted Funeral Spooky Sale that is starting today, the 26th, and running through the end of the month. Go check out exaltedfuneral.com to learn more about the sale, and also while you're there, be sure to pick up an Epic Levels Hole of Horror. Do you know what my favorite part of all of those books are, Andrew? Tell me. It's the murder mechanic. So he uh, borrows uh, heftily from Into the Odd, where no matter what you do when you're fighting a zombie or a space creep or uh, your megacorp boss, (laughs) and no matter what, you're going to take damage and potentially die. So Everything is so very real and and uh it's it's um it's dangerous that's the point right so like anytime that you're gonna go up against any of these things you have to think twice so you're almost always better off making a plan being very strategic about what you're doing as opposed to a uh traditional D style kick in the door and see how it all works out kind of setting so i think these are three very good books to pick up for the spooky season I agree. And we both really like kicking in doors. I mean, you with your pearl snatching, um, you know, I know, we, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that'll be good for our uh, sponsored by Exalted Funeral Zine Corner. I'm looking forward to talking to you about the next thing, Andrew. All right. Let's uh, 
go ahead and clean house and get out of here. What, what do we need to let the people know about? Absolutely. So um, a lot of stuff going on with our Patreon right now. There's still time to go and grab the all treats, no tricks um, sort of Patreon, I guess, kind of like a chain. So if you go to our Patreon and go to the only public post, you can grab um, onto this chain of links that will take you to a bunch of different Patreon RPG uh, creators who have been giving away these treats for the Halloween season. So you're absolutely going to want to go check those out. While you're there, leave us a comment. If you feel inclined to join us as a Patreon, we'd love to have you. And if you join our Patreon at the top tier, you can you will also be shipped the whole of horror. So you can get that as well. Yep. Make sure you go and grab us on all our socials. We're epic underscore levels on almost everything. Occasionally epic levels rap gods, including epic levels rap gods.com, our website uh, where you could find all of our maps and all of our episodes there. Uh, our Instagram is often the uh, most poppinist with Andrew's very fun finding of uh, fantasy art, but you could also find all of our game hole excursions from today's episode. Also, jump into our Discord. You could find the link to that at our website as well, uh, where we are doing things like uh, adding our favorite album art that we think would make a good adventure. I recently just put a bunch of Bjork's new album covers on there because they look fantasy as hell. And Andrew, you just put something on there. What was that? Yeah, that was um, Mega Church. Actually, as we were driving up, I was scrolling, um, and yeah, all all that stuff's up on our Discord. Yeah, so join us for all that fun. Also, uh, finding games and finding people to play games. Uh, lots of folks uh, posting stuff up there. So, Andrew, uh, we are now Steve. entering the hardest core of the spooky season. Happy Halloween, and I hope you don't get eaten by ghouls, monsters, and zombies. Thanks for listening to the Epic Levels Mad Dungeon Podcast. Let us know if you run this or any of our other adventures. You can support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash epiclevels for bonus map content, extra art, sticker packs, t-shirts, access to our Discord server, and lots of other exclusive goodies. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast player. Leave a comment and tell your friends. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at epic underscore levels. Get nerd merch and stay up to date at epiclevelsrapgods.com. The Epic Levels Mad Dungeon Podcast is hosted by Andrew Bullery, Rob Bullery, and Steve Albertson. Produced by Zach Cowan. Theme song by Epic Levels and beat by Interesting, a.k.a. Mason Grant, who also makes tabletop games that you can purchase at GammaWaveGames.com. And until next time, may your crits be plentiful and your fumbles few.